0: Welcome to the PO'd Podcast. Okay, Joe. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's Joe. But anyways, Joe. Joe. What did you call it? P.O.D. Podcast.
1: What is P.O.D.? Who would name a podcast P.O.D.?
0: P.O.D.? Probably a couple movie dummies would.
1: All right. So let's do this, okay? Since that's a horrible idea that we've been running with for the last year. um, Okay. Why don't we go with something a little more hip, something a little more trendy, it's something a little more appropriate for our personalities. Oh, okay. What do you got? Um, why don't we go with something that just uh exemplifies um I don't know, uh our ingenuity,
0: our smarts. Oh, like it really defines what this podcast actually is instead of a concept I, that we uh thought was cool but abandoned almost immediately?
1: Yeah, instead of verb oh, okay. it sounds like we're dropping a deuce in a toilet. Why a don't food. we do something <laughs> 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 I was thinking something more like the Movie Dummies podcast.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'd much rather be a dummy than pooed. You know what? I get the logic. I do understand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So then,
0: so, so, retroactively, so cut, cut, you want me to cut all ahead. this out? No, we're going to keep this in. So just retroactively, no, just no, forget no, everything I... you heard. We'll just say, welcome to the Movie Dummies, formerly the PO podcast, but we're the Movie Dummies podcast, and I'm Joe. And I am Adam. All right. Movie dummy number two. See now you're still sound like poo. What do I do with that? Ouch! Can we like <laughs> auto tune? Can we auto tune this crap? I wish. <laughs>
1: cash oh, me boy. outside. How about that?
0: I don't understand.
1: You don't know the cash me outside? How about that?
0: No, I don't do uh, Facebook anymore, so I don't really have any uh, relationship it's to memes. Dude. It's all over the place. It's like they songified it. It's really awesome. It's oh, okay. hilarious. The Gregory I'll show
1: Brothers. No, I'll show it to you later. Okay.
0: Very cool. Uh Adam's going to learn me something and then uh but in the meantime, this week, I don't know, the best movie we've ever done probably we're going to talk about. um it's the best worst movie we've ever done? No, nah, it's just the best. How about the best
1: worst enjoyable movie we've ever done? Nah,
0: it's it's literally Oscar-worthy material.
1: Uh You I know what's it's really awesome. We could be absolutely wrong, and it's okay because we're just dummies.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, we've got a <laughs> crutch for everything now. Uh, but anyways, the movie we're talking about is going to be Jean-Claude Van Damme's 1993 uh, Epic Hard Target. But By we get into the legendary the, John Woo. Yeah, John Woo, who has left Hollywood because they kept ragging on his movies. Anyways, before <laughs> we get to Hard Target, the meal that is the main course here, let's talk about a little appetizer. Little teasers. What'd you Little watch
1: this week? Tease. All right, so it's been a crazy busy week, and I actually told you guys like two weeks ago that uh, um, uh, life is gonna be getting really crazy and so I'm not gonna be watching as much, but I did manage to squeeze in um, some new Lemony Snickets, Netflix's uh-huh. original.
0: Is it still um, holding up? Ooh. Is it what? Is it still holding up?
1: It is. Um don't get me wrong, it's the same song, second verse. Oh, gotcha. But that's part of that's part of what they're making it because it's just um, they're like, the, the theme is turn away because it's a horrible tragedy you don't want to hear about. <laughs> Every episode is a horrible tragedy you don't want to hear about. And it's actually so horrible. They just keep going on the same theme. And you're like, this is so, I mean, th- there's like, uh, how many times are we, we going to have the same problem? But they've built <laughs> that in. But it's constantly the same problem. Yeah, but they yeah. built it in. That's why they tell you to look away. So anyway, um, it holds up because they do it very cleverly. <clears throat> Um, it's really good. If you haven't seen it, watch it. The second thing is I started season three, episode one of Sherlock this week. Uh So, um, I actually fit it in last Sunday night. I think after it would have been after our podcast
0: day. So you are going to be delving into the depths of his mind palace. So this was the first one of the mind palace. And then it was
1: actually him looking back and battling in his inner mind with his addiction and also with Moriarty mm-hmm. Mori- Moriarty Yep. Um, so yeah, um, it was kind of hard for me to follow because <laughs> it has been almost two years since I've seen season two. <laughs> right. So I was like trying to remember, I don't remember a fight on the waterfall, Yeah. but in this episode I guess that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Right. Or is that just what happens in the Sherlock Holmes books and they're just using it in his mind palace to I don't know. Anyways,
0: I'm not telling. Was,
1: neither nonetheless, it was pretty good. So it's gonna be pretty neat to uh it's gonna be pretty neat to um see the next two episodes and see how they do with it. So
0: And if you're a uh cable subscriber, you probably have PBS and you can get on the PBS app and watch season four. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I'll and also search out, out for uh, the movie they made a couple of years ago, The Abominable Bride, I believe um, it's called. That
1: was, The mo- "The Abominable Bride was the first episode of season three. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Where he goes of... in his mind palace, he's oh, being he's, extradited. He's, uh, What's that?
0: Is it back in the past? Yes. Right, okay. That is The Abominable Bride then. Yeah, yeah I, I just watched it. Got gotcha. you. Unless I'm
1: pretty sure it was season episode one of season three.
0: Um, no, it wasn't. It wasn't included in the seasons. It was a uh, standalone Christmas special. Oh, maybe they do a Christmas special shoot off off of episode one of season three. I believe it, it followed season three. So, season three at the very end, he gets on the plane to go to prison. I thought. No the one i saw
1: they're extra they're bringing them back and they kind of saved them from whatever happened like i said i couldn't remember so um yeah it's hard uh, to remember anyways so that's what i watched <laughs> people are like these guys are dummies.
0: yep <laughs> <laughs> we're going to make people pooed <laughs> yeah season 3 episode 1 is called the empty hearse so you did not watch uh, the correct thing
1: <laughs> uh what
0: yeah i the Abominable Bride is episode four, which would be after the last episode of season three. Or It goes one, two, three, then Abominable Bride, then season four, episode one.
1: Um. So, yeah, I'm just like
0: all jacked up because... That is why you didn't understand what was going on. <laughs> the Abominable Bride, right? <clears throat> season four? Season what? three,
1: episode four. Season three. Mm-hmm. Many happy returns. The empty
0: hearse. The Sign of Three, His Last Vow. Yep. And then The Abominable Bride, which wasn't part of really season three. It was a Christmas movie. John and
1: Lestrade try to move on with their lives after Sherlock's apparent death.
0: I've seen that. See? Well, no. You got to start with The Empty Hearse is the
1: first one of season three. Season three. It says season three on here is on IMDb. No, you got to go to Netflix, bud. But on... on, uh... So annoying. Season three, episode zero. Season but, three, episode zero is "Happy Man return Many happy returns, and then episode three, episode uh, season three, episode one is "The Empty Hearse."
0: Well, "Many Happy Returns" was a Christmas special from the previous year. Oh, okay. I well, so, uh, now that we've bored everyone to death with our Sherlock talk, <clears throat> yeah, you those are the it out things
1: I had. So, how about you?
0: <laughs> Go back and watch in order. You'll you'll uh, get a lot more out of it.
1: I thought I watched it in the order that Netflix were... Quite, well, anyways, yeah. I'm done talking about Sherlock now. I thought
0: I had to fart and I crapped my pants, so... <laughs> Thanks, oops, I crapped my pants. <laughs> oops, I crapped my pants. <laughs> I've been watching some Oscar movies, and they're very good ones. Me and the kids on Friday watched Moana. The kids and I. Me and the kids watched Moana. <laughs> Isn't the kids and I? No. No. I'm more impressed. Are
1: you sure? Yep. Oh, gotcha. Grammatically, am I right? <laughs> oh, Probably. <laughs> <laughs> that was all my dad's pet peeves can Chuck can me and Chuck Chuck and I
0: no I want to
1: go you don't go I want to no no you, you say Chuck and I okay alright dad who's on first
0: <laughs> yeah we watched Moana and it was very was it very good? good very good
1: that was the one in the movies that I really wanted to see in 2016 that I again not get a chance to and I'm waiting for the DVD release
0: very very good um, I think the kids will enjoy it. It's back to being a musical. Good deal. So that's very good. Uh, the Rock was great. <clears throat> and uh, whoever the girl is in the movie, she's new. She's very good, too. Very good singing yes. voice. And I also watched a movie called American Pastoral uh, with Ewan McGregor, Jennifer Connelly, and uh, Dakota Fanning, <clears throat> who's all growed up now. And it was very, very good. Um, what was it called? American Pastoral.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay, I'm sorry.
0: Go ahead. It is about a dude who supposedly has everything coming to him in life because he was always successful in high school, went off, uh, fought in World War II as a Marine, came back home, married a beauty queen, and life was just supposed to just keep on a rockin' for him. And it doesn't exactly happen that way. Um, some stuff happens, and it basically so ruins it his life. Does No. It has nothing to do oh. with that. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, it was very well acted, Uh um, kind of poignant when you think about the division that was happening in this country in the '60s, uh, with the Vietnam War, and yeah. into the '70s, and the division that we're experiencing now. Um, what? Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good movie to watch. I would recommend it. Cool. Uh, the next movie, me and me and my wife sat down and watched La La Land. I think I'm pronouncing that wrong. <laughs> La La Land. La La Land. With, uh, I think everybody knows what this is that just tied Titanic for most nominations for the Academy Awards. He'll probably win them all, too. It's very good. It's a a real throwback to old Hollywood. And since uh, a lot of Academy voters are actors, you know, I'm sure this movie spoke to them in a really big way because it's about, you know, what you have to do and then give up and then sacrifice and then keep doing to uh, play pretend. So it's very, Mm -hmm. very good. Very well acted.
1: I don't have to give anything up to Brave Pretend. There you go. Look you a unicorn.
0: <laughs> oh, Deadpool. Um <laughs> The music was good. Uh yeah. It was, it's a it's a real good movie. I would recommend it highly. Yep. And the last thing I watched is Beneflex, uh Live by Night. Who's Benafleck? Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck. <clears throat> Sounds like an insurance. <laughs> Affleck. Yeah, you know how Ben Affleck directs movies, and he's an Academy Award-winning director for Argo. Yeah, yeah, this is his next one, and it got it's got a lot of crap. It's only like thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but I would actually put it more like a seventy-five.
1: Tell you what, I have actually when 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 Affleck first came out, um, I wasn't a huge Affleck fan, so of his movies, but of his directing, the, both. Um, but the more the older I get, the more I kind of enjoy a wide genre. That's French for g- genre. Of movies. <laughs> I've actually enjoyed. Nice pull uh, at a a
0: decent Chris Farley joke.
1: <laughs> I've, I've I've enjoyed Ben stuff, man.
0: Yeah, I I like. I thought uh, Gone Baby Gone is that what it was? Yeah, that was, that was his first movie. Up. Not Gone Girl. Oh, okay. Gone Baby Gone. I think that was his first movie he directed. That was pretty good. But I really liked the town and I really liked Argo. So I'm yeah. kinda I'm kinda sold on him as a director, so I'm gonna give him a pass on a few things. <clears throat> Live by Night wasn't anything like uh original really. Um it's kind of like the town set in the twenties and the thirties. So it's you know, it's a mobster movie. Mm. The biggest problem that's <laughs> that the movie has is uh Affleck is still in Batman shape. Because he's going to no, continue to play Batman, so he's like
1: freaking huge,
0: right? And it's it's not. I did a plot not point. know
1: that guy was like six
0: foot four, man. Yeah, he's as big as the Rock, pretty much. He's he's tall. Well, he's maybe not as chunky, but he's no, he's, he's big. He's not as like completely ripped as the Rock, but I bet you right. he's wider. <laughs> I, well, that's because, the thing. You said next to the
1: Rock, he's not going to look small, right. As in Batman form,
0: right? And Affleck is—he's a big boy right now. And that was never a plot yeah. point in the movie. It was never brought up that, like, oh, this guy's huge. So he looks out of place. And then you take into the account that in the 20s and 30s, when men wore suits, they weren't skin tight like they are today. So he right. looks kind of like a little kid wearing a suit that's too big. Yeah. And it's kind of off-putting. You're like, this guy's weird looking. <laughs> but yeah. he, you know, his acting's just fine. His directing is, is fantastic. And... uh Everyone else in the movie is really good. So I, I do recommend you watch it. I don't listen to Rotten Tomatoes on this one. Listen to me. Yeah. Yeah. Applesauce. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even have a girl in my trailer today. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so on to the main course. The main course, which is um diddlyumptious. Oh, man, is it fantastic. We're talking about... Scrumshu lesson. <laughs> one of John's very John Woo's very first Hollywood movies. I don't know if it's his first one, but it's got to be one of them. He went on to do uh, Broken Arrow and Mission Impossible Two and stuff like that. Did he do the first Hulk. John Woo. Yeah. No, That was Ang Lee. Racist. Oh my bad. What? <laughs> 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 Some Asian guy did both of them, right? Wow,
1: right. I'm afraid to put any more input now for being <laughs> labeled. I didn't mean to upset
0: you, snowflake. <laughs> uh, hard to believe this movie was a financial success. <laughs> Guess its budget.
1: Uh, budget was uh, 32 mil.
0: No. 26
1: mil. 19.5. Oh, so close. So yeah. close. They're so far away
0: um uh, 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 uh. this musical break brought to you by vince <laughs> it's my humming well i wanted to go and uh see what this movie would cost in 2016 dollars so let's see in 1993 i purchased an item for 20 million then in 2016 can, can you hear my little chirps yes I'm adding those for sound effects. Okay. So this is basically a 33 million dollar movie in today's money. And it looks like it. You know, there's not a whole lot going on in this movie. And it went came, it came back and made worldwide 70 million, so 70 almost 75 million. They took a chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's because Jean-Claude's uh, name in this movie is Chance.
1: Joke sniper. What? Because of my mama took one.
0: Yeah. That's his line in the movie. Because my mama took one. I know. So I watched it. The movie is basically <laughs> the most dangerous game with uh homeless people.
1: You so remember that? reading that back in school? Yeah. Yeah. That the hatchet and what was the other messed up one? The lottery. Yeah. I didn't do
0: the lottery. Like- I think we did Maniac oh, McGee. But anyways. Yeah, sorry. <clears throat> at the very beginning, we got a homeless dude who kind of looks like Chris Christopherson, running away from a specter of people that you don't really know what's going on. You just know that he's in danger. Really, I thought it was Zach Gillifganakis at first. <laughs> Maybe uh, Bender. Yeah, Dale Bender is that his name? Dale John. No, who cares? Bender. John Anyways, Douglas.
1: Don John, John Douglas Bender. <laughs> okay,
0: he's running. Dale. I don't know who the heck cares he's about to die he's running away from some dude with a sweet arrow firing gun and uh, he ends up biting the dust because it's not just the dude with the arrow you got guys who are like keeping him on track getting him, keeping him from running away and yeah. then you got you got the mummy who's got a grenade launcher and he's helping out too. The
1: Mummy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I Arnold, like that. Arnold Vuslu, whatever his name is. Who,
1: yeah, who, he was also de- not Destro. Who was he in uh, G.I. Joe? Yeah, he was, he was, uh...
0: was uh, What's-His-Fart. Who cares? I know, <laughs> I do. He's the Anyways. the guy who's the master of disguise. He's dumb yeah. in that movie too. Um, But in this movie <clears throat> him and uh, Lance Hendrickson are like buddies and they make kind of like a scary crew because they're taking hundreds of thousands of dollars to let People go right. kill another human being. So that happens. Binder dies. Then it's a very convoluted plot. We get Binder's daughter looking for him the next day. And uh, she can't find him because he's a homeless man, and she's all broken up about it. And then she goes to the cops, and she's like, well, you need to have someone who knows the city show you around. Luckily, she had oh. met, by chance, she had uh, met this dude earlier in the day, who uh, saved her from some people who wanted to rob and possibly rape her. You know, no big deal. Uh, <clears throat> JCVD, who is, is uh, a i am a Chance boudreau. JCVD sounds like a venereal disease. He is a venereal disease. <laughs> when you catch wow. it, you become a hundred times more awesome. There you go. <laughs> uh, he comes to her rescue and beats some people up with his patented kicking moves, fighting them off one at a time, of course.
1: Absolutely.
0: And it, as it turns out, he's not like a uh, stereotypical hero in the sense that he's also kind of homeless and poor, and behind on his union dues, so he can't even go take a job. So he uh, he agrees. To he's go help an her underdog.
1: Out. It's a classic underdog story, man.
0: But he's not an underdog. He's a he is an underdog. He's I an like. army vet with a silver star. He's a, yeah, he's the man.
1: Well, he, he's an underdog because even in the movie, he's like poor people like to have fun too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, it's one of the best lines in the movie <laughs>
1: Yeah and, Oh, uh, hello <laughs> the, the worst, hello pigeon Freaking <laughs> what? Hey, hey pigeon
0: uh, There's more
1: <laughs> And the doves
0: when oh, the do- oh, it's John Woo So you know there's pigeons and doves When that dove lands on the dog tags and he goes Right <laughs>
1: All right, go back. Let's let's, let's rein this in.
0: So we have a lady detective who has made it all the way, fighting probably through a stereotypically sexist environment to become a a detective, a homicide detective, or some sort of detective. And uh, she's dumb enough to put a lit candle in her own desk. (laughs) She's got her own birthday cake, wishing herself happy birthday, and puts her... The cake with a lit candle into her desk drawer. Because it would have took moron. all
1: of a half a second to blow that thing out. Right.
0: <laughs> Maybe she only had one match. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Right. But, uh, well, that's the thing. I, I, yeah. There's just uh, no accounting for the decisions that people make in movies some days. When she pulls it out uh, later, too, like it's full of smoke and it looks stupid. <laughs> what a
1: moron. Uh, yeah.
0: she's t- she tells... uh. Bad yeah. actress Binder, that she doesn't know where her daddy is, and you should go find Chance Boudreaux and have him help you out. Not really in that way, but I'm paraphrasing. <clears throat> she offers Chance some flash cash to find her daddy. Chance says, okay. And uh, First he says no. Well, first he says no, but then he finds out he's in arrears for his union dues. I mean, talk about politics, right? <clears throat> right. <clears throat> so then he has to go help her, because he's like, oh, I'll do it for $217. For <laughs> right. I'll help you for two days. Two days. She's like, cool. Doesn't take two days. Takes what? Four more hours? And they find out they're like dead. Five hours. And this is what I love.
1: <laughs> this is, and I told you earlier, um, uh, off mic, like, I told you earlier, one of the crazy things about this movie is like, nothing comes together. No. Other than, like, like they just come back to a car in a random spot in the city and there's a cop standing right there oh, like yeah, who's looking where, for her where did the flip did this cop come from uh miss
0: Binder? uh you need to come did, with me
1: <laughs> right miss Binder, i have some bad news it's like right. what
0: what where did you come from so I, since I, this I, morning
1: we have found the, a body the police station must have like a psychic in a back room somewhere <clears throat>
0: Oh, they must have like CSI technology too, because they already found his dental records and compared them to him (laughs) through a database they didn't know they were looking for. So uh, (laughs) you know that happens instantaneously in Movie Land, so it's fine. This is where we get our line, uh what kind of name is chance? And he goes, My mama took one and stupid. Yeah, this is the thing about John Woo. The drama parts are a no good. The action parts aren't really that good either, but they're balls-to-the-wall fun. They're, like, the action in this movie was absolutely insane. It's insane. It defies physics. It doesn't make any sense. There are some (laughs) weird cuts, but god darn it, I love this movie! And John
1: Woo's like, listen, I know... Jean-Claude Van Damme is a martial artist, but we're going to make him a gymnast also. Oh, yeah. And 90% of the jumps that he does, and he's tumbling. He is literally tumbling
0: through the air. Doing spins and stuff, dodging bullets. He is the man, all with a mullet. All with a mullet! Oh, man. So uh, we get our dove scene where Jean-Claude Van Damme notices that there's only one dog tag in her dad's file, and he's like, where is the other one? That's when the dove lands on his dog tags just happenstance and he goes right so he goes back to the fire <laughs> <clears throat> where the dad's body was found and he tries to find the other dog tag and he does find it it's got an arrow hole in it which tells you that he was murdered and, i mean
1: it was made by something
0: very very sharp <laughs> and very hard like my biceps <laughs> and then uh he gets beat up a little bit by two guys who get him with a a dog wrangling thing noose Oof. what would you call that right They beat him up a little bit, and then we get the best line in the movie from uh, that guy with the stupid beard: "You tell that girl yours to point her titties north and step on the gas." I love that line; (laughs) haven't forgot it in twenty years. (laughs) And uh, yeah, he he doesn't listen. He's uh,
1: (laughs) and magically here we are again, Um, because uh, he's arrested. Like oh yeah, like the second after this. Um, the second they just kick his butt, leave him down, the next thing you see, he is in handcuffs in the police station. Like, how the flip. Well, they cut. They, they
0: must have cut the scene where they found him at the crime scene, which he wasn't supposed to be in, and they arrested him there. We just have to assume that's what happened.
1: <laughs> right. Well, I mean, they go there, and then she later <clears throat> throws the charges on him, which says, you know, uh, entering, uh, what is it, uh, barricaded crime scene yeah, or whatever. Crossing a police but, line. Well, that's hilarious, but it's just like, what, why the flip would they be there, anyways? But anyway, so know. an abandoned building, an abandoned part of town that nobody cares about, that's yeah. burned down. Hey, just go ahead and, you know, <laughs> here's <laughs> the thing, right? These cops are like always in the right place at the wrong time. Where were they when they were blowing up machine guns and oh, yeah. grenade, grenade launchers in freaking New Orleans? Oh, yeah, in, thanks. like,
0: busy streets. They mowed that one guy down in a busy street later. Right. You know, hundreds of witnesses. No cops. <laughs> oh, boy. So, after the best line in the movie, JCVD goes to to uh, get arrested and blah, 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 blah. This is going to be the funnest part about this movie is I didn't take very good notes. So, <laughs> I was just commenting in my notes about the things that I liked about the movie. And right here I wrote... Every once in a while, J.C.V.D. gives the accent a whirl. So he's supposed to be Creole, Cajun. Right. But he's got his uh, Austrian, right? He's Austrian? No, yeah. yeah. Ah, Something who cares? Like... I thought it was French. <laughs> he's the muscles from Brussels,
1: so. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You do that. You keep talking. I'll look
0: it up. He's from Belgium. I knew I was right. So there you go. <laughs> Belgium's in France. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, they're close. I mean, it's Europe. Who gives a crap? Back to the genre. Yeah, so uh, every once in a while, he tries to give his, just, you know, a little bit of an accent, and it's hilarious. and made me laugh. And then we get a scene right after that with Lance Henriksen playing the piano, which he's actually doing, by the way. So Really? Uh, yeah, Lance Henriksen's I've always, a boss.
1: I always wondered if he was, uh, even the first time I saw it, it didn't look like he was really playing it because his hands, the position of the notes didn't look right to me. Hmm. Maybe he really
0: played it, that recorded it, and then he just dubbed over it, you know what I mean? Um, that'd be interesting to see. Yeah, he re- I guess he really played that. I looked it up and then I watched it behind the scenes because why not? He also gets set on fire for real later in the movie. So The guy's a boss, man. Anyways, cool. uh, JCVD and the girl are causing so much crap that it causes the bad guys to want to pack up their tents and leave town. Uh, this is going to be the last hunt. And right. uh, the last hunt is going to be Chance's buddy, who has been integral to the plot thus far, also a homeless man. And he makes it pretty far. He ends up killing the dude who's hunting him. But that's not so good for the the business of Lance Henriksen and the mummy. <clears throat> so they decide they got to mow him down, and they do it very publicly in the middle of an intersection in front of hundreds of people. Stupid. Right.
1: And you can kind of see it was a little bit of like, uh, I don't know, um, I think it was not a political jab, but I think it was like a kind of a humanitarian jab because they treat this guy like,
0: get away. I ain't got no change, man. Right. <laughs> He's got a gunshot wound, and they're like, oh, you're gross. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so after that, they murder him. Uh, they start to clean up their loose ends. First is the doctor who would uh, forge the autopsy, they kill him in a very dumb way. I don't know what the letter opener thing had to do with anything.
1: Uh, just other than instilling fear in him.
0: Yeah, but then, like, it, after they shoot him in the Mis- face
1: through the, the people think, in the door. I think, yeah, I think misdirection. I just think uh, John will want to throw a little misdirection in there right, and be but, like, Oh, we didn't see that coming. But Whoa, why end the scene
0: with the slow-mo of the letter opener falling on the ground? Yeah. Dumb. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, then they go after the fat guy who catches a shotgun blast to the face. Blowing out right. his front windshield, which is pretty sweet. Right. And old Vuslu, the mummy, <clears throat> he's uh, the slowest criminal around because seemingly 20 minutes later, Chance and uh, the girl show up and the lady cop, and he's still there hanging out. Maybe he was right. setting up bait. I don't know. Who knows? But we get... Not to mention, there's like 50 cars waiting. Right. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Down the... Hey, you guys go park the car down the street. I'll be back with the shotgun. And the
0: motorcycles. The car and the motorcycles. Not just the car. Right. <clears throat> so, following uh, the death of the fat man, we get a gunfight! We get slow-mo! We get <laughs> jumping and shooting! And car chase! And it's awesome. Right. And then... Uh, anyways, Sorry, I wrote going. them in all caps with exclamation points. I had to say them like that. <laughs> and this is some classic JCVD slow-mo jump kick Jumping shooting, you know, stuff. It's John Woo. It's very John Woo, man. And it, I loved it. <laughs> I must have been in the perfect mood to watch this movie, man, because I was just you must tickled. Have. I was tickled the whole time I was watching it. <laughs> I was like, look at that mullet flying through the air. Really shooting them dudes in the face.
1: <laughs> a small little trivia for this movie, body count. How many how many people do you think about what's the body count for this movie? What would you say? Seventy. 34 and next to this trivia including
0: the snake oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) sorry go
1: ahead (laughs) random (laughs) random thoughts by Jackie. okay
0: (laughs) we are gonna talk about the snake in a minute oh
1: my gosh okay
0: so here is probably the most unbelievable part of the movie uh (laughs) all of it well, he does the sweet move after the car chase, where he jumps off the motorcycle and flips over the top of the car, right. shoots the gas tank of the motorcycle, it all explodes. Right. Then he takes the girl because Lance Henriksen's coming with his sweet gun rifle, it's like his elephant pistol. <laughs> right. It's it's almost like he's shooting like a a forty five times three, <laughs> you know. But uh, and it explodes everything he shoots too. It's not just a regular right. bullet. Right. So he takes the girl, and they're about to jump off an overpass onto a train. You know, fine. But it's like a 50-foot drop. It's not like a normal movie drop. And they just happen to be jumping onto a train that's shipping a uh, shipment of tarp-covered cardboard boxes. So <laughs> luckily it was that load and not the tarp-covered spikes. Right. You know, or the tarp-covered cinder blocks because they just would have splatted and died. <laughs> but it was empty cardboard boxes, maybe even pillows. Who knows? So they're right. fine. And uh, old uh, Lance Henderson can't get a shot off in time to shoot them to death. So they escape. And uh, also, before they jump, Jean-Claude Van Damme goes, Do you trust me? They just met. Why would she trust you? <laughs> well, they, uh, they've
1: they been playing this whole thing. Every time Jean-Claude Van Damme does one, she gets that like schoolgirl look in her eyes and like, and then they play the slow music, like, oh, is yeah. tr- this figment of my imagination? Oh, I'm wrong. Is
0: just, the dude, is trust this me line was right before the snake.
1: Yeah. So remember? she Lance thinks Hendricks she's getting a sweet pistol.
0: kiss. Yeah. The pistol is a Thompson Center Contender, is oh, what it's called. It's a real gun, huh? Uh-huh, evidently. Sweet. <clears throat> so before he uh, grabs a snake, he asks her, "If uh, Do you trust me? And she just closes her eyes and waits for the sweet kiss she's about to get from old mullet head. But then he whips out his snake fur instead, which is, I don't know, the greatest scene in any movie ever made.
1: He grabs a rattlesnake,
0: so. bites its tail off,
1: <laughs>
0: and then punches it in the face. He <laughs> slaps it on the head first like it's a
1: petulant child. Right. Then he knocks it out. He punches it in the face. He punches <laughs> a snake
0: in the face. What? 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 <laughs> What was the purpose of the head slap? Well, it was to uh, say, hey, the fight is over here, snake. (laughs) But he doesn't kill the snake because he uses it for an awesome trap. (laughs) Oh, geez. Yeah. He takes the rattle out so no one can see it. And he sets up, I don't know, a rope or something. I can't remember. Something to wake the snake up. Nobody can hear it. Right. So when the guy touches the thing, It, (laughs) it wakes the snake up. And when the snake wakes up, it's yawning. So while it's yawning, it falls on the guy's face and happens to bite his face. <laughs> right. Right? Is that about a. No, it wasn't yawning. It was hissing. I don't know. Who cares? And, uh, you know, that poor snake gets his head shot off by Lance Henry's giant gun in a minute, which is very sad. Poor snake. It didn't ask for that.
1: It was just right. being a snake.
0: Anyways. Uh, from there, we get uh, the introduction of diabetes. Wilfred Brimley doing the best, worst Cajun accent of all time, even worse than JCVD's. <clears throat> Do not dispel my drink. You kill the grass. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <coughs> Sorry, I'm a little under the weather, guys. But from there, we get more explosions, Not explosions. These are explosions, Because they happen for no reason. Oh my gosh. All these bullets are
1: like incendiary exploding mm-hmm. missiles. Like, oh, jeez. Every time a shot is fired, it explodes. It hits the dirt. It explodes and, sh- and s- sparks everywhere. And it's a bullet.
0: Oh, yeah. So, and he had a. Mm. He gave JCVD a shotgun with incendiary rounds, which is fine, because that comes into play later. But he's like, he has no gun for himself, so he grabs his trusty old bow and arrow, his 30 pounds of dynamite, and his moonshining uh, lab, and he sets up a little trap for old Lance Henriksen and crew. Because
1: everybody has, you know, 20, 30 pounds of dynamite lying yeah.
0: around. <laughs> In the bayou, you they, might need it.
1: They just uh, give that stuff away, like... Hey, here's the gallon of milk and your complimentary pack of dynamite. Right. <laughs> the guy had so much dynamite.
0: Can you buy those with food stamps? Maybe. Uh, so diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> he rigs his house to explode. Doesn't really care about anything. He's like, I'm going to blow up my house for you, Chance. Chance. Come on, Chance. Chance. And then he goes for a horse ride. <laughs> <laughs> and he tries to get the people to chase him. He's all, oh, come after me, I'm a horseman. And, but they don't, because old uh, Mummy is a super tracker, and he knows that uh, JCVD went the other way.
1: Which which I love, halfway walking through the woods, like 10 minutes earlier. Mm-hmm. Oh, we probably don't have about that now Have to have a tracker. I'll have to flip this, you know, they got a tracker.
0: So, <clears throat> JCVD <laughs> is on foot with the girl. They get to Wilford Brimley. The girl and Wilford Brimley and JCVD all ride off in different directions on horses. Ugh. Lance Henriksen, the mummy, and crew are walking through the woods following JCVD. But when they get to Diabetes' house, there's a thousand cars and a bunch of motorcycles. I know. I'm like, we are all these? <clears throat> Why are they not riding the cars? Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't make any track, sense. So. I
1: know.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> it doesn't have to make sense because we're about to get more gunfights! More slow mo! More jumping and shooting and riding a mother effin' bird. That's what we're going to get, guys. That's what we're about to get. We're going to get zero <laughs> physics with this because uh, JCVD, when he shoots the gas can and the guy blows that guy 3,000 feet through the window. Right. Physics don't <laughs> apply, mother effer. <clears throat> uh, we get Lance Henriksen on fire, which he really did. He did it twice, actually, because he did a slow-mo chunk and then he did the actual chunk with with his own dialogue. guy's a pro All man. Right. It's freaking sweet. Um, Then we get JCDV or JCVD. He's got magic guns because he yes, never runs out of ammo, which is great. Ugh. And then he uh, <laughs> works out well when you're in a pinch. You know, <laughs> it's awesome. And it's one against 70. And he picks up that gun and he shoots that one guy <clears throat> with the gun upside down. Shoots him like, you know, a full clip. <laughs> then he kicks the cigar out of his face just to be a jerk. And the guy falls over dead. And he I, goes, realize,
1: I realize I just shot you like right. seven times
0: with this pistol that holds
1: like 18 <laughs> shots. Now I'm going to kick you in the face because I'm JVCD and
0: that's what I do. But they did the wrong line because after he kicks him in the mouth and he falls over dead, he goes, sorry about the shirt because he shot him in the chest. He should have right. said, thank you for not smoking. That would have made <laughs> more sense. <laughs> right. And then, or we'll point your boobies north, dude. Uh, gets the jump on him, and then JCBD shoots him in the wang for like eight times. <laughs> no, no, the chick shoots him. <clears throat> oh, the chick shoots him in the wang? Oh, yeah, the chick shoots yeah. him in the wang. And he goes,
1: you give me the gun.
0: Yeah, I kill all <laughs> the bad gets- guy, old diabetes. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> actually says, Look I will you kill all you the bad guys.
1: And he yells at her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let's not worry about giving our position away to anybody. No, I'm going to no, yell no. at you right now. <laughs> You give me the gun. Yeah. It doesn't oh, make much so, sense.
0: This would be awesome, Mystery Science Theater 3000. <laughs> It'd be excellent, because... They're all, like... JCBD will shoot someone 18 times and then jump kick them in the face. Oh. It's like, why? Why do you have to jump kick them in the face? It doesn't make any sense. Oh. <laughs> I was actually laughing out loud pretty good. While he was jump kicking everyone in the face. And then, uh... So we get... JCVD versus the mummy, there's some slow-mo shooting, and then unceremoniously, JCVD shoots him a million times, and the mummy dies. Um, mm-hmm. While he's dying, though, he tries to throw a grenade, but he can't quite do it, drops it, JCVD catches it, which is going to come into play later.
1: Yes, it will. And
0: Lance Henriksen finds the mummy dead, and he gets real mad. He's like,
1: you which, which is awesome, because... He fell back into a bunch of Mardi Gras decorations, but then when he's found, he's in the middle yeah, of a clear just floor. in the middle of a clear floor. <laughs> like, um, <sighs> I wonder if Chance just moved him out. He's like, yeah, he's
0: like, here he is. <laughs> <laughs> I want your friend to see you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. So, <clears throat> as uh, JCVD knows that this is the boss battle's coming up, so he has to get appropriately attired. So somewhere in between killing the mummy and facing off against Henriksen, he loses his shirt and flexes right. a lot. All right. So then uh, Henriksen's got his sweet single shot gun and he's taking shoot shots at him and we got a bunch of flips and aerial maneuvers that Adam was talking about earlier, all the gymnast and the triple somersault flip-a-dupes. Right. And, I mean, it's impressive. Of course, he's coming off a trampoline or something while he's doing it. But he's doing it. Right. It's all in slow-mo. So you can tell that's his face.
1: And I think I think the bad guys in this film, right,
0: all took pointers film. from Stormtroopers.
1: From, <laughs> in this film. Phil, in this, no, this is a movie. <laughs> in this film. In this movie. All took shooting pointers from Stormtroopers. Oh, yeah. They can't hit
0: nothing. Well, he's doing flips.
1: He's, he's being loaded on a goose. He's being lowered on a goose
0: in slow motion with a shotgun and nobody hits him. No, nobody, but he's got incendiary around. So the dudes he shoots start on fire, which is pretty cool. And which is awesome because like (laughs) he's behind all this
1: paper mache stuff, right? This float building crap. Yeah. All those floats are made out of highly explosive stuff too. he's, He's saved from behind all this paper mache, but yet, uh, Um, Uncle, what's his name? Uh, Diabetes, diabetes. His arrows go through and like puncture dude
0: through the throat. Oh yeah, (laughs) it's awesome. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Boss battle. So we got our boss battle doing flips, and then we get the line right.
1: How does it feel to be hunted?
0: Right from Jean Claude Van Damme, and I I forget what Lance Henriksen says. (laughs) The the, the, he goes.
1: He goes, uh um, oh that that was one of my favorite exchanges because it's kinda like um it was meant to be a zinger but it's just a really stupid dialogue. It's oh like, yeah. <laughs> you you are being hunted. And he no, goes, doesn't he
0: say you tell me?
1: Oh, yeah, it's something like this you tell me and he's like <laughs> I forget what it oh, I forget what it was because I had a pause it and I just laughed because <laughs> John Klein goes, No, you and that was like it. It's like it's like my four year old when I'm like you're it no you're it no you I was like <laughs> super weak dialogue there
0: super weak but anyway just fantastic yeah so JCVD has a shotgun now he flips through the fire with a really really bad edit uh, he takes a shot to the shoulder of Henrikson which defies physics he goes flying a million years away <clears throat> and uh, we get some. Uh, Chance <clears> doing some bad crying. Diabetes gets an arrow to the what looks like his heart, um, but I guess it's not quite his heart, right? Because he ends up surviving. Spoiler alert! <clears throat> um, Hendrickson is like, uh, what's he say? He's like, "Why are you doing all this?" He's like, "Poor people get bored too," right? Which is a great line, <laughs> right? But Henrikson's got the girl. Uh, he's got an unloaded weapon and a knife. So the threat is the knife at this point. And then he says the grossest line in the movie. He goes, Load me. And he's actually all sexual about her grabbing the bullet off of his belt and loading <laughs> up his sweet single shot gun, <clears throat> which he does. And he quivers
1: just a little bit he's like, when uh, she grabs
0: it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then <laughs> as soon as he gets the bullet in the gun, JCVD starts booking like a madman in slow motion.
1: Because he, she, because he finally pushes her away because she's wrapped up, her, her hair is wrapped up in an arrow, and the arrow is pushing up against her throat. Oh, that's what it so was—an arrow. He, he finally pushes her away after he loaded <clears throat> because evidently he can't raise a shotgun with one hand or a rifle and shoot. So pushes her away. He slow motion starts to cover this thirty
0: feet. Oh, and <laughs> he
1: does—he does, of
0: he that does that. twenty-five of it in the air. <laughs> Because he gives a JCBD jump kick right to Lance Henriksen's chest that is reminiscent of when Charlie Murphy kicked, uh, (laughs) what's his face? Rick James in the chest. Yeah. And so much blood and crunching comes out of the chest kick that it's like he's dead. There's no way (laughs) he's alive. (laughs) But they continue to fight. JCBD kicks him some more in the face. Lance Henderson grabs a fiery board and they start. He starts whacking him with it, and then JCVD grabs it, and he evidently can't feel pain in his hands from all the punching and kicking. And but he has a grenade in right. his pocket yet, <laughs> so he palms the grenade and punches Lance Henderson a million times in the face. Pulls mm-hmm. the pin, drops it down his pants, and he just wants to blow up his ding dong. And but, he pushes him back into some more paper mache. Some more paper mache, yeah. So he lands softly. Um right. The hunting season is over, and he kicks him, and uh, Lance Henriksen <clears throat> pulls the fuse out for the grenade before it can explode, and he's like, "Woo!" And my favorite, my favorite line ever in this movie. What when it when it goes off, the fuse ignites the grain anyway, and, he's, he's and like, he goes, "Oh crap!" And he goes, "Whoops!" Oh, uh, what he says, "Whoops!" Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, he just goes, Whoop. Why would you still hold them that close together? Throw them whoop. to separate parts what? of the room, you if dipstick. you
1: had enough time <clears throat> to diffuse the stupid thing, throw it away. Yep.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: I wonder if actors... You know why he
0: didn't do that? Whoop. He never saw what? this movie.
1: I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder if, like, actors doing this, like, in the, like, woo, seriously, woo. Wouldn't I just throw it? No, 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 no. You you diffuse. No, no, woo. I can just throw <laughs> it, and I'm... no, no. You diffuse
0: and it go boom. Racist <laughs> accent. So, uh, <laughs> well, who- dead. The grenade affects no one but him because, you know, they're far enough away. The girl lives. JCVD lives because he's the hero. And diabetes lives.
1: Of course. Because yeah.
0: he says yeah. some more things in a Creole accent and then the, then the credits happen. And that's it.
1: That's it.
0: That's it. And this is the greatest movie ever made.
1: Um, I think, uh, I think this was a, oh, man. Hey, here's some cool trivia, right? I like doing this as we go through. <clears> I read some trivia, right? Did you know this film was originally actually earned an NC-17 rating? No. For, for
0: what? For violence? For violence, yep. No. It had, to
1: be, it had to be resubmitted to the MPAA seven times before they would change it to a rated R title. Or what was in there
0: that they took out?
1: They didn't take anything out.
0: No, I mean, what did they take out? Because they have to take stuff out and then resubmit it. I don't know. It's just, hey, man, it's Ooh.
1: just like, it's just like,
0: I don't know. It's trivia. I want to see the uh, director's cut.
1: <laughs> so Kurt Russell was originally uh, was considered to star in this.
0: Yeah, I can see but, that.
1: Yeah, but the lead role ended up going to Jean-Claude Van Damme because Universal Pictures decided that they wanted to be in the Van Damme business. Of course, this was when all these things were coming out. Uh, Lionheart had just been kind of a somewhat a big success. Um, Van Damme was starting to come out on the scene with a lot of these movies. Oh, yeah. And so they're like, oh, yeah, awesome. Well,
0: he's got to be pretty um, deep into his career at this point.
1: They were going to be um, – this movie did so well in the box office, they wanted to get Jean-Claude Van Damme and John Moon back together. Oh, for to, what? To do another movie. Um, it was called like Hunted Shadow or something like that. It was something weird. I got to find it. But um, Wu and Van Damme didn't like each other. So they did not get along on film, thus the trivia says. Gotcha. Right?
0: So So this is his 11th movie since Bloodsport. Right. So, I mean, so, he's, <clears throat> some of his best ones are already behind him. Bloodsport, Cyborg, Kickboxer, Lionheart, Double Impact, Universal Soldier, Nowhere to Run. Those are all before Hard Target. And this is immediately before Time Cop and Street Fighter, so... Yeah,
1: so I mean, there's a lot of like really cool trivia that kind of goes around in this stuff. So, um, that's a crazy but anyway, movie, man. It's kind of fun to just read these little things. Kurt Russell, I could so see, like you said, I could see Kurt Russell doing this. Um, oh, yeah.
0: I could see him saying, How does it feel to be hunted?
1: <laughs>
0: right. But uh, I'm a big Kurt Russell fan. I like Kurt Russell. Yeah, who doesn't so. like it? But, uh, so let's get down to the nitty-gritty, the buddy. We just went through all the insanity that is this movie. Would you recommend this movie before you give it a rating? Would you recommend this? Uh,
1: all right. First off, it was called shadow of death was the movie they were going to do, but they didn't get along. So oh, okay, they didn't do it. Um, would I recommend this movie. Absolutely. Um, you can't go through the, um, the, well, not trilogy, well, the anthology of Sean Klan Van Damme and not include this as one of his fun movies. This is one of the more um, fun ones for sure. It is. I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, it's not a sudden death ridiculous, but, um...
0: <laughs> sudden death. <laughs> yeah. It's not double impact ridiculous either. <laughs> double impact. So anyways, but, uh, but it's actually,
1: uh, yeah, I'd recommend it. You just got to experience it at least once to see just how ridiculous it is for yourself. It's kind of like one of those things. Like I saw a unicorn. No, you didn't. No, really. I did. <laughs> and you gotta go see it. It was wearing a white beater and a
0: mullet. I saw a <laughs> unicorn. <laughs>
1: You won't believe your eyes. You have to see it to believe it. No, oh, yeah. Yes. Anyway.
0: Um, but anyways. So. I, yeah. So you recommend um, it? I recommend it. You? Dude, I rec- I can't recommend this movie enough. It's, <laughs> it's so insane. It's John Woo insane. You got your doves. You got your stupid plot. You got your slow motion. You got JCVD flexing and kicking. You can't get anything better than this.
1: You got your your sappy, you know, that sexual tension that's supposed to not be
0: there, but it is. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It is is awesome. Awesome. So, yeah, I recommend this movie. What do you rate it?
1: All right. Um, In the annuals of, you know, cinematic history, um, we're going to stick to that, not just my personal preference. I give this a three.
0: I was going to say four. I give it a four. But if you're bored on a Saturday, I give this a 10.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's on a Tuesday. If you're just bored
0: and want to watch something, watch this movie. It is worth it.
1: Don't get me wrong. We give it a three and a four, but it's worth every three. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Every single one.
0: (laughs) Just, you know, it's a three every two minutes. So when you add it up, it's more like a 300.
1: <laughs> right um you just you have to look back on it and this was this was filmmaking though back in the 90s you know yeah this, this is kind of lo- how
0: action movies went
1: this wasn't anything out of the realm of normal this was this i mean think about it 93 you're you're looking at all the Lionhearts. you're looking at all not the Lionhearts. you know uh blood sport you're looking at kurt russell and sean clonman or uh sylvester shalone or schwarzenegger you're looking at all these alpha male, like no good plots or cliche plots, action films, and so that's why it was a success because it was just, um, it was big in its time. So,
0: um, <laughs> isn't the top know. 50 and of the year? As, as much movies. as
1: we don't understand it, I think back in the day, Jean Claude Van was the heartthrob out of the guy actors.
0: Oh yeah, women still find him incredibly sexy today. I yeah, because I mean, because uh, he got them bonds, of- dude. Well, Stallone's not a heartthrob. Schwarzenegger's not a
1: heartthrob. Kurt Russell, a little bit back in the day then. But, I mean, oh, yeah. when you Russell's look at a all the man. male actors, Jean-Claude Van Damme was it. He was... He's uh, a pretty boy. You know. Yeah, he was. So, uh, that's one of the reasons. Um, he's what pulled women into action films, you know? Um, Maybe. They went to go see Jean-Claude Van Damme do the splits or do the... Well, they the, wanted to see him you know. take his,
0: his pants off because... Many many JCVD movies feature his buns, right? Not this one. Though. I don't. I don't not know about that. So yeah, okay. it's uh, you know people do talk about it. People
1: Shout out to how talk. did this get made? By
0: people, I mean my dreams, but uh... no, just go listen to how did this get made's episode of Bloodsport, huh? and they talk a lot about buns. So <laughs> yeah, buns, so, buns, buns. So I mean, well, a combined score that's seven. <laughs> Yeah, combined. It's not too bad. You know. Um I yeah, I can't say enough. Uh it's fun to watch. It's not it, it is just like it's it is as much fun as to watch as like Face Off or any other John Woo movie. You know, you're, it's not going to win an Academy Award, but you know, it's going to win a fun afternoon, right? Right. Huh? Oh yeah. So. Yeah, I mean this came out the same year if you're just talking about like what were action movies like in nineteen ninety three, so like Cliffhanger, yeah. <laughs> you know, that was maybe the top right. Well, Jurassic Park came out in nineteen ninety three, but that doesn't count. Right. <clears throat> but if you talk about action movies, um, let's see, I think Cliffhanger is the highest grossing action movie of the year. So it's on it's on par with that. Right. Well, I mean you're, Demolition you're
1: Jurassic Park. Groundhog Day, The Fugitive, Schindler's List, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Sleepless in Seattle, Mrs. Doubtfire, The Piano. I mean, these are. I mean, t- what's today' big movies? The Firm and The Line of Fire.
0: Yeah,
1: um, you know They're these not are action all, movies. Um,
0: <clears throat> it's like Demolition Man, Cliffhanger, Gilbert,
1: Gilbert Grape.
0: Shoot, oh my gosh! Man. The Three Phil- Musketeers,
1: Philadelphia. That was a big. That was a big one. Falling Down, Dazed yeah. and Confused was ninety three.
0: Yep. What? Um, that's where we got McConaughey and Affleck, Ooh. buddy. Car- Carlito's Way. Yeah, so, <clears throat> yeah, just some of the movies that came out in 93. This holds up well against those peers. I think it's Uh-oh. just fun to watch. And You know what's uh,
1: out in 93? That is probably the greatest Arnold Schwarzenegger film of all time. By that, Last I'm being super Hero. sarcastic, but I still love it.
0: Last Action Hero. Yeah, Which also features JCVD.
1: Which is an awesome movie. Yeah, I it's love that
0: movie. Great movie. Oh, yeah. Concept was cool. It was solid. I think it's underrated. I think people give it a hard time. I think it's fine. But that's just me. What What do you guys think of Hard Target? Have you watched it? Are you going to give it a chance? Ooh, I see what you did there. (laughs) Are you going to give it a (laughs) boudreau? Anyways.
1: That just sounds dirty.
0: It does. Doesn't it? Doesn't Boudreaux sound like a really dirty thing? Yeah. Got drunken. My wife gave me a boudreau. It sounds like a drink. I'll take a chance, (laughs) Boudreau. What? (laughs) <laughs> you we don't like STDs with that <laughs> <clears throat> anyways so yeah that is uh, that is hard target let us know what you think facebook.com slash movie dummies <laughs> no 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 just search movie dummies on facebook I don't know what the address is actually going to be so <laughs> and uh, movie dummies at movie dummies on twitter that one I have locked so
1: <laughs> nice. Lock it down. Lock it the down, bolt. baby.
0: And uh, the feed that. will be transitioning um over time. Um I may have to create a new feed. We will see. Uh but if you end up losing automatic if you're a subscriber to this podcast, thank you. Uh whoever you are, that one person. Um you might have to switch over eventually. I have to see and figure out how it all works. So right. yeah, all well, right,
1: Uh and for Joe I'm Adam.
0: Oh, we didn't even talk about what we're doing next week, bud.
1: Oh, we didn't talk about And know yeah. who we didn't give a shout-out to? We'll do that at the end of the film or the film. <laughs> there I go again. Right. In the podcast. What are we doing next week, Joe? Oh, well, uh, I think. Hmm. Oh, did you say you wanted to do a kung fu movie? Oh, you know what? That sounds good. I'm pretty sure you did. And I'm pretty sure you already gave a, um, a recommendation.
0: Okay, what I give?
1: Uh, you were talking about doing Ninja Assassin. I was? I think so. I think you said, hey, Adam. I said, what's up? And this was like 10 minutes ago, dude, so I'm surprised you forgot it. You're like, hey, we should do a Kung Fu movie. I said, oh, yeah? And you said, yeah, Ninja Assassins, 2009. I was like, that
0: would be awesome. It, I've never seen you it. You remember this? What? I've never seen Ninja Assassin.
1: <laughs> oh, so can I have this pick?
0: <laughs> yep, we will do. So- this will be a new experience for me. I have no, I have nothing going in. But it looks like James McTeague is the director, so I'm excited. Why James McTeague yeah, is um, going to do a uh, martial arts movie, I don't know. but
1: Yeah, so, um, yeah, uh, I only say that because I saw this. The first time I saw this movie, I was like, man, this is one of the greatest, like, I should say greatest. It, I really enjoyed it. But that was, mind you, that was 2009. That was almost... <laughs>
0: Ouch. That was almost 15 years ago now. You're not good at math. <laughs> it is actually only eight years eight ago. Years ago.
1: <laughs>
0: so Adam's almost 62 eight. years old this year.
1: <laughs> I carry, I <laughs> he carry measures movies
0: in dog trees. years. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: good Lord. How old are your kids? 40? Uh,
1: <laughs> there's 72 well
0: you know um, anyways that is so, why yeah. that is the dummy in movie dummies right there
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it hurts my feelings
0: <laughs> don't worry you'll forget all about it in about five minutes when you're looking at something shiny <laughs> <laughs> ooh squirrel <laughs> oh boy so yeah join us next week we'll talk about Ninja Assassin new experience for me we'll see what it's yes, like yes we will and uh until then i am joe and i am adam yeah and in,
1: in a cajun voice we give homage to the great no you do it come on, joe.
0: nope you do it i'm not cajun you bit off more than you could chew with this go ahead <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <ate> my boy <laughs> that was worth every second